Section number 37 of Karamos and Other Poems by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Virgil's First Eclogue, a translation. Melibellus. Satyrus, thou in the shade of a spreading beech tree reclining, meditatest with slender pipe the muse of the woodlands. We our country's bounds and pleasant pastures relinquish, we our country fly. Thou, Tityrus, stretched in the shadow, teachest the woods to resound with the name of the fair Amaryllis. Tityrus. O Meliboeus, a god for us this leisure created, for he will be unto me a god forever. His altar oftentimes shall imbue a tender lamb from our sheepfolds. He, my heifers to wander at large, and myself, as thou seest, on my rustic reed to play what I will hath permitted. Melibellus. Truly I am be not, I marvel rather. On all sides in all the fields is such trouble. Behold, my goats I am driving, heart-sick, further away. This one scarce to Tyrus lead I. For having here yeaned twins just now among the dense hazels, hope of the flock got me, on the naked flint she hath left them. Often this evil to me, if my mind had not been insensate, oak trees stricken by heaven predicted, as now I remember. Often the sinister crow from the hollow ilex predicted. Nevertheless, who this god may be, O Tityrus, tell me. Tityrus. O Meliboeus, the city that they call Rome, I imagined, foolish I, to be like this of ours, where often we shepherds wanted are to drive down of our ewes the delicate offspring. Thus whelps like unto dogs had I known, and kids to their mothers. Thus to compare great things with small had I been accustomed. But this among other cities its head as far hath exalted, as the cypresses do among the lissome viburnums. Melibellus. And what so great occasion of seeing Rome hath possessed thee? Tityrus. Liberty, which, though late, looked upon me in my inertness, after the time when my beard fell whiter from me in shaving, yet she looked upon me, and came to me after a long while, since Amaryllis possesses and Galatia hath left me. For I will even confess that while Galatia possessed me, Neither care of my flock nor hope of liberty was there, though from my wild folds there went forth many a victim, and the unctuous cheese was pressed for the city ungrateful. Never did my right hand return home heavy with money. Melibellus I have wondered why sad thou invokest the gods, Amaryllis, and for whom thou didst suffer the apples to hang on the branches. Tyrus hence was absent. Thee, Tityrus, even the pine trees, thee, the very fountains, the very copses were calling. Tityrus, what could I do? No power had I to escape from my bondage, nor had I power elsewhere to recognize God so propitious. Here I beheld that youth to whom each year, Meliboeus, during twice six days ascends the smoke of our altars. Here first gave he response to me soliciting favor. Feed as before your heifers, ye boys, and yoke up your bullocks. Melibellus. Fortunate old man, so then thy fields will be left thee, and large enough for thee, 
thou naked stone in the marish, all thy pasture lands with a druggy rush may encompass. No unaccustomed food thy gravid uses shall endanger, nor of the neighboring flock the dire contagion infect them. Fortunate old man, here among familiar rivers and these sacred founts shalt thou take this shadowy coolness. On this side, a hedge along the neighboring crossroad, where Hyblean bees ever feed on the flower of the willow, often with gentle susurrus to fall asleep shall persuade thee. Yonder beneath the high rock, the pruner shall sing to the breezes, nor meanwhile shall thy heart's delight the horsewood pigeons, nor the turtle dove cease to mourn from aerial elm trees. To Tyrus. Therefore the agile stag shall sooner feed in the other, and the billows leave the fishes bare on the seashore. Sooner, the borderlands of both overpassed, shall the exiled Parthian drink of the Sone, or the German drink of the Tigris, than the face of him shall glide away from my bosom. Meliboeus. But we hence shall go, apart to the thirsty Africs, apart to Scythia come and the rapid Cretan oakses, and to the Britons from all the universe utterly sundered. Ah, shall I ever, a long time hence, the bounds of my country, and the roof of my lowly cottage covered with greensward, seeing, with wonder behold, my kingdoms, a handful of weed ears. Shall an impious soldier possess these lands newly cultured, and these fields of corn a barbarian? Lo, whither discord us wretched people hath brought, for whom our fields we have planted, Graft, Meliboeus, thy pear trees now, put in order thy vineyards. Go, my goats, go hence, my flock so happy aforetime. Never again, henceforth, outstretched in my verdurous cavern, shall I behold you afar from the bushy precipice hanging. Songs no more shall I sing, not with me, ye goats, as your shepherd, shall ye browse on the bitter willow or blooming laburnum. To Tyrus. Nevertheless, this night together with me canst thou rest thee, here on the verdant leaves. For us there are mellowing apples, chestnuts soft to the touch, and clouded cream in abundance, and the high roofs now of the villages smoke in the distance, and from the lofty mountains are falling larger the shadows. End of section number 37. Read by Lane. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain.